from Melbourne and Minneapolis. This is for Christ's sake. Judith seemed tense on the drive back. She sat with her knees together and her hands clasped around them. She was squeezing her hands hard. The knuckles were white. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Hunter, Hugh, Gimlet, Salt Rigger Chips, Apple, Coffee, Case of Need, For Christ's Sake, Michael Crichton, Chapter by Chapter, Book by Book. Um, trivia. Chapter 10. Not trivia. We gotta talk about what happens in this chapter, bro. <coughs> What does happen in this chapter? <laughs> I do have a rather wog up for right now wow, that I want to read. All right. Um, Go for it. Okay. We have to talk about what happens first. We have, to, we have to build up to it. What does happen? So basically, uh, they go home. They being Judith and, and Mr. Barry. Yeah. Barry's like, oh, I got to try the babysitter home. <laughs> <laughs> this is where this comes. Oh, this is funny. Yeah, this is funny. <laughs> this is. I want to read this entire thing. Very strange. He's <laughs> <laughs> riding and proud. Come on, let's hear it. Right about now. Feel crying out loud. When we got home, Judith went in to check out the kids and call Betty. I took this in her home. She was a short, pert girl named Sally, a cheerleader at Brookline High. Normally, when I drove her home, we talked about neutral, safe things, how she liked school, where she wanted to go to college, things like that. But I was feeling inquisitive and old and out of touch, like a man returning to his country after an extended time abroad. Everything was different, even the kids, even youth. They weren't doing what we had done. They had different challenges and different problems. At least they were on different drugs. Perhaps the problems are still the same. At least that's what you wanted to think. Finally, I decided that I had too much to drink at the party and had better keep my mouth shut. So I let Sally talk about passing her driver's test and nothing more. As she talked, I felt both cowardly and relieved. And then I thought it was foolish. There was no reason for me to be curious about my babysitter. No reason to get to know her. And then if I tried, it might be uh, interpreted wrongly. It was safer to talk about driver's license. Solid, respectable, reasonable crowd. <laughs> so it seems, Why to suggest, it seems to suggest that you know Barry wanted to he could fuck this teenage uh, cheerleader you know yeah what's funny is it's suggestive that you know she's doing the same thing she wants to she wants him bro mm. he's resisting her you know but if he were to go into other topics she'd be there for it you know that's right uh, yeah this bit was very pretty funny. wild <laughs> pretty wild pretty wild I do appreciate that this at least allows us like access to his interior kind of thoughts in a way that most of the narration doesn't. Cause this is effectively a third person narrated book. 
Yeah, that just happens to be in in. in now, uh, now we know first what we, we finally learned something about Barry, which is that he's a pedophile. Apparently. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or he's a wannabe pedophile, or he said he's a not wannabe pedophile, but he has the urges to. Anyway, so after he uh, encounters that specimen, he decides to go take on a, a Samuel F. Archer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's tripping on acid. And uh, <laughs> is that it? I thought this is just insufferable. He weren't anything yeah, at all. It's a long. It's a long scene at the guy's like apartment or whatever or house. And um, um, he's trying to like shake some sense into this Sam Archer guy who's tripping balls, coming down off an acid trip. And he didn't. He didn't learn anything. He learned something. What did you want? Tell me. Let's have a look. Something happens at the end of this chapter, right? And he just goes to bed. He doesn't just go to bed. And he's like flirting with his stupid wife. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, no, because what happens is that um, Sam kisses him. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's like, oh, baby, just kissed it, got kissed by a man. <laughs> and, then, and then he fucks his girl. Yeah, he fucks his wife. Um, it's kind of like a no homo move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's so straight that getting kissed by a man, you know, turns him on to sex with a woman. <laughs> anyway. I guess he doesn't actually learn anything from this dude, does he? Uh, <laughs> That's the chapter. Yeah, I guess he learns who the hell Angela Hardy. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, trivia? Yeah. How old was Purple Nell when he died? Isn't it a girl? Yeah, 38. How old was Purple Nell when they died? 38. Or 78. 78. 78. 78. Mm, I'll, 78. I'll, I'll give you 78. That. 78. 78. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Fine. Okay. Can you name any of the three numbers that go into the number of Samuel Archer's home address? Uh, one, three, three, four is all the numbers. Well, um, okay, I guess I can give that to you. It's not really what I was looking for. But... <laughs> I'll give you an easy I was looking, one. I was looking for one, three, or four. <laughs> <laughs> On which street does Samuel Archer reside? Oh, Jesus, I have no idea. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. Uh, Harry. Uh, Harry? Harry is my clue. <laughs> uh, Potter. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the wrong Harry. It is Langdon Street. Who is Harry Langdon? Uh, the famous silent comedian. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> you says, fuck you, man. Uh, <laughs> this is such an easy question. I don't even know why I bothered to ask you it. Whatever. This, mm-hmm. is easy, this is an easy hour for you. In which hour of Sam's trip does the action of most of the chapter unfold? Uh, the seventh hour. Correct. According to a footnote, what number oh, does a typical on, license plate of a narc begin with? Is it four? It is four. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did read that footnote. But I didn't think I had internalized that. I didn't ask you for the full number because the, the actual footnote specifies that they begin with 412 or 413 or something. That's what I would, that's what I would have done. I know that's what you would have done, but uh, I'm a nice guy and you're not. But I've been giving you softballs all, all uh, day, so it's undeniable that I've been giving Remember you Remember that softballs. great bit on the last episode where I got you to do a puzzle? And I did it beyond your wildest you smashed strings. it out of the park? That was a classic bit. Uh, was the most exciting part of this entire series. <laughs> how, how old was the corpse that Barry's storied career dissection started with an autopsy of? How old was the corpse? Like, how fresh was the corpse? Uh, or how, how old was how the old person who died? died? How old 78. Yeah, you did a good job. All right, fuck, fuck you. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.